Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. Because we have guests today, we have old friends that haven't been here in a while. Um, we haven't had a show in weeks on end, so let me get started by saying welcome to Quality Time, everyone. Uh, first, I'd like to introduce the one, the only, the very lovely, the very talented, the lady whose sultry voice hasn't graced your ears in a couple of weeks, Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you doing? Hi, Daddy. I'm terrible. <laughs> 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 Haven't eaten the bullet yet, though. Uh, I don't. I can't even afford one at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bullets no. are so expensive. You you're saying that your suicide is like the zombie apocalypse. You don't want to waste the ammo. <laughs> it's it's partly that, but I also do that thing people sometimes do, where I feel guilty if like my cats run out of food. And no one notices I'm dead, so then they have to start eating me. And I just feel bad for all the Pop-Tarts and soda water they've had to consume. Hell yeah. Oh, no. uh, we're also joined, by the way, uh, somebody else is joining right now. We'll see how he operates here. We're also joined by our guest this week for Fansgiving, which has been put off, and uh, we'll, we'll know why it's been put off very, very soon. Uh, we're joined by Mr. Miggs Rodriguez. Miggs, how are you, sir? What's going on? Appreciate y'all having me on. Welcome back, Movies with Migs, yes, you know, thank you, thank you. you you see a lot of films. I do, I do. I like movies. I was just looking at that. I've been between AMC and Regal. I've been like close to eighty times this year. Eighty times wow. in a year. Damn. I've uh, I haven't had sex that many times in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've gone to the movies more times than that, uh, and I got two little fuck trophies upstairs. So you know, I don't, I don't think I've reached those numbers either. Or, I'm working know. on it, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, it's, it's okay. good. Boy, it's good to have you back here uh for your movie but before i get too far into the show there was a we haven't had a show in two weeks and that's because our my co-host my blood my brother uh had a, a hematomic stroke uh two weeks ago uh was not very uncool it really first of all i just want to say rude Rude is the first thing I'd like to say. Um, We were trying to have a show with Migs on, and I had to call him and say, Jeremy is in the hospital. And I decided to spend my Saturday watching my brother uh, uh, in the hospital with his sweet wife, who's been by his side. But today, uh, the man who is still on the recovery, still on the mend, my blood, my brother, Jeremy P. Woodworth, joins us. Jeremy, how are you, sir? 
just just waiting for an uh, an hour before the, uh, the podcast starts. That's all. That's Yay. it. We're dead. We, but we're I'm we're so in now. Sorry. That's on that's on Migs. That's on Migs. But so he's here. I he's, didn't I didn't time that properly. Plus the rain too. So you got like. You know- yeah, you got rain and CPT. That's not a good mix. Oh my God, I was I'm not allowed to say it. But <laughs> yes. I was like, Migs, there is a time thing related to certain people. And That's by, apparently yeah. by CPT he means Central Pacific time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it he was. hadn't uh, changed his light. Look, his look I'm, I'm I'm black and Puerto Rican, so you get yeah never <laughs> never on time for anything. It's just it's not in the genetics. All right, it's fine. It's fine. Well, we're yeah. we're glad to have you back on. But Jeremy, you're back. Uh, you 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 spent a week in the hospital. Give us an update for our listeners that uh, you, since you put us in, you put us in a big scare for sure. Uh, I don't know. Well, my my head my head is still some somewhat fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm actually being into the hospital. I just really hated being in the hospital and I just hate people in the hospital. So <laughs> yes, you did hate being in the hospital. Uh, I will say, so just so our listeners know, uh, Jeremy is, ha- he does have some trouble with his speech. So he's getting his words back. He learns like some of his words back every day. I will tell you when I went to the hospital to go see you, um, you got admitted on Friday I come in on Saturday, and the first thing you said to me, as clear as English, is, uh, hey, oh, it's Eric. My brain's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It was was very heartwarming to see that you could still speak, but it's, it's funny. You look for words sometimes, and they just aren't quite there. But you can... That's the important thing of, of this, things are fucked up. So that's what you get. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what you get. Uh, I will say there's been some outreach, Jeremy, um, from uh, some of our Laugh Finder listenership as well as Quality Time that are actually excited that they, they think that you might write a masterpiece. Like, um, do you think now that your vocabulary is limited that you'll be able to write a Dingleberry Part 2? Uh, I'm probably just as worse of, as I've been ever, so it doesn't matter. So <laughs> that's perfect, man. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, I I will I will say one story that was um, uh, horrifying because Jeremy hated being in the hospital. It's definitely his least favorite thing. Um, but there was uh, there was a time that was pretty <laughs> pretty scary on uh, on Saturday when you were there. I I got to watch Jeremy have a seizure, which I've never I've never seen a seizure happen before. Um, yeah, they're not fun. And uh, he had to be intubated, uh, which he definitely hated. Uh, he definitely did not like that. I know he didn't like being intubated because. They had to did give. You, did, you, did you say intubated? In, in, intubated, where they had to shove the, the tube. Intubated. Intubated. <laughs> Isn't that fun, Jeremy? That Eric has never had a stroke, and yet he talks like a stroke victim even now. Isn't that? What is that? I said. Oh my gosh. It, isn't it intubated? Isn't that what it's called? Absolutely yeah. not. No. What is it called? Incubated. Yes. Incubated. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take Jeremy's word for it here. 
Oh my my god! Uh, <laughs> Good to have you back, Jeremy. So Jeremy basically got fire in the sky before my eyes. Um, <laughs> since I could use a, a thing, but listen, he he was fighting it the whole time, which is hard. It, it, this is a hard thing to watch. So they they bring out propofol, and you're familiar with the drug propofol, um, Migs. Yeah. It's very famous. It actually killed uh, uh, one of the most famous child pedophiles and songwriters of all time Michael Jackson oh, um, okay. that was the jug he liked to use he called it his milk and it is a milky color and I remember the nurses looking at him and were like I think we need to give him two doses and after about like the fifth dose they're like I don't think we should give him anymore but he's like he's still super fighty <laughs> oh, no. so Jeremy you're Ability to take drugs. It is. It's a. I think a trait amongst Woodworths. Our ability to process drugs and alcohol. You. They were like. I don't think we can legally give them another one. They're like, fuck it, hit them again. And um, um, Eric, that's called being an addict. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like that's like Marv in Sin City, right? You just uh, keep taking them. So he took. I put it like this: the dosage that I feel like he got during that time was enough to kill four Michael Jackson. Oh which gosh. means Jeremy is the true king of pop. Uh, I, I just I just remember that when you're in into the hospital, uh, you, you you're into like like a, a fucking a fog. Like okay, your head your head's already fucked up to begin with, but also in you'll you'll be at like two a.m. in the fucking morning, and they'll wake wake you up in the middle of the fucking night a night, and they'll be like. Well, well, what 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 time is it? What 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 century is this? Like, why don't you why don't you give me the biggest fucking fuck fest that you can fuck my my, my you can fuck as, as as best as you can? And of course, you're already white, f- fucked as you can be. But no, but no. I remember. You're, I remember. You're in the middle of the fucking night, and you somehow give you twenty fucking questions. Are you are you awake right now? What centuries? Fuck you guys. Fuck all you guys. Give me the. Can, can I go away? my fucking bed and so you fuck me just stop fuck you guys fuck me guys so it just, <laughs> you off. if i could call this up episode- yard is already fucked it up about but in the fucking uh uh, the hospital is already is. Yeah, but they have to ask you constant questions. So it's like you're on the you're like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but it's really Who Wants Another Shot of uh, Dopamine, <laughs> right? Well, I, yeah, I get and, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's and, a worse... and, and, and get and get in a fucking uh, get a, a bad fucking shot in the middle of the fucking night. Uh, yeah. Well, like, I remember but... you telling me that, Jeremy, when I came and visited you. I remember you telling me that you said, "Oh, I feel so much better." After I get a good night's sleep, you said like every right. day that you get a good night's sleep, you feel better. But you were like, they keep fucking waking me up in the middle of the night while I'm trying to get better. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working on getting better here, you bitch. I don't care what year it is. Like, oh my Relax. god, <laughs> Jeremy. Since since you've had a, a slight brain injury, um, do you feel more or less akin to the to the great Gary Busey? <laughs> I just want to be I just want to be killed by some sort 
some fucking motorcycle as 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 best as possible. Okay. Just fucking just 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 fucking <laughs> just kill me in a in a in a in a in a motorcycle as as best fucking possible. Well, Jeremy, oh. I, I'm just happy you're back and um more than more than anything uh, on the men and uh, I hope you get much much better. Otherwise, we will hook you up to all types of tubes and force you to stay alive constantly. So, uh we're on we're on the men, brother, and I, I'm glad to have you back. Now, Jeremy, one of the things you called me with great excitement about, uh, I have two other stories about Jeremy, and I, I apologize because we've, we've been on a two-week hiatus here. But, Jeremy, you had, um, we, we went to Thanksgiving the other day. It was, I feel like, one of your first outings since you've been out in the hospital. And we were talking about, uh, you were excited about the Willow reboot because you're a huge (laughs) as in case you don't know my brother loves a little person to death and i told told jeremy i was just like he was like you you know there's a willow remake i was like uh yeah of course i know did you know that um val kilmer has reprised his role as mad mardigan (laughs) he's yeah, I heard a little clip. I got. I can do a little impression. He's like, "Are you excited about Willow, Jeremy?" Oh gosh, uh, it's it's pretty much the the re- real version of of uh, whatever the fucking show. Life is too short. um boys hear me out if jeremy doesn't get better we do a sequel called pillow and it's just me letting jeremy go slowly putting it over (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty it's pretty much the same as uh as maverick so yeah Okay. All right. I like it. Well, Jeremy, Uh, we're happy to have you back. Uh, Thanks for putting us through a giant scare. Um, But uh, you know, truly, I love you, brother. I'm glad that you're you're on the mend and getting back in the saddle. How does it feel to be back on on the podcast world, talking to our tens of listeners? For for two, uh, with my head fucked up, I'm just really just so uh, so so what's the word uh nice, nice pissed off now that i can be so pissed <laughs> off as, grateful as, to be alive so, so you've been your anger has been renewed more than anything you're not like grateful you're alive you're like you're more angry and pissed off at the world than you've ever been is that what you're saying yes yes i am my my, my dad's new person they, again they've so. unlocked the hulk <laughs> achievement in jeremy <laughs> yes he doesn't need gamma rays he needed a stroke what kind of shit is that yeah <laughs> Like, each Who's stroke, right in this graphic novel? It's making each stroke is making me stronger. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, but Ashley, uh, Ashley, you've had a, an eventful, <sighs> eventful week of shows and stuff. What, what's been going on in the world of Ashley Pontius in the last two weeks? Oh, um, I only had one show. I'm pretty sure this week. And that was last night. And last night was one of the worst shows of my life. Oh, uh, no. no. Tell us more. So I got um, asked last minute to do a show, and Eric has walked away oh. <laughs> while I'm telling a story, which, oh, boy, what a treat. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm still here. 
<laughs> Thanks, Migs. You're not even on camera for our listeners. I'm sorry. But at least you stick around. You blew my spot up. I threw it to you and you fucked me. <laughs> Ask me a question. And then you're like, hey, Ash, I want to hear what's going on with you. BRB. <laughs> and I turned up my my headphones to blindingly loud and walked away so I could still hear How you. How am I supposed to know that? Go okay. with anyway. it. <laughs> Jesus. So anyways, I get added last minute to a show that I told Eric privately, I felt a little suckered into, mm-hmm. but the minute I take it, I get sent the flyer <laughs> and I immediately go, mm, this is going to be bad. Uh, the show is called BYOB, which stands for bring your own bud. Oh, like, a, like a friend or uh, <laughs> a cohort. Like bring your own bud light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was it was at a dispensary um for marijuana. Oh, um interesting. and I'm not obviously anti-marijuana. I just it's not really a lifestyle for me. And as you can probably guess, I am the only white person. <laughs> so I show up very nice people who own the business that I'm there. Very nice mm-hmm. people. The booker's very nice. Uh, it's real dark because it's at night, but also because the smoke is so thick, you can't see what's around the room. It's <laughs> literally <laughs> walking into like a Cheech and Chong bake out the second you walk in. <laughs> so I you you had no choice but to smoke when you walked in. Just breathing it in. Okay. <laughs> I want to tell you guys something that, <laughs> it happened before I even did stand up. Okay. They have a hot cider because I guess they do a lot of infused mm. items. Okay. And they have a hot cider in the corner mm. that you can drink. And they go, hey, just be aware. It's got seven strains of THC. So you're going to get real fucked up. After you're like three sips in, you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we know this about me, Eric. I go, no, no. Like, I'm good. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah. I've learned. I don't need to t- have any of this. And then they tell me just kind of just in passing that the guy that made it, his name is Jim Jones. Oh, and that's without- always good to hear. Yeah. Reverend Jim <laughs> Jones. <laughs> and without thinking. I go, I don't think I really want to drink this Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> as you can imagine, that yeah. also didn't go over great as because my Because you're intro. trying to make a Jim Jones uh, a suicide, suicide cult, not Jim Jones, acclaimed producer of rap music. <laughs> I understand. Uh, Did the music come to a rap. screeching halt? They're what? like, yeah. what this bitch say? <laughs> it didn't um, exactly get them on my side. You're um, not winning over. You're not winning over people in the crowd. Not right winning. Now. It, it was so painful because mm. at one point I just kind of acknowledged that I'm a very high energy person, mm. and it's not going great. And I just like acknowledge to the crowd, like I get it. You know, I'm a little high energy compared to all of you who are high right. as shit. And this woman yells out, yeah, we noticed. And I was like, okay, great. Um, no one gave a shit I was there. No oh, one was no. I was there. It was, it was truly painful. And then, you know what else really didn't make them like me for whatever reason? The owner looked like Scatman Crevice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's using the shining on you while you're there. So I was, I, yeah. I said he was about to give me a tour of the Overlook and people were 
past they either <laughs> what I was talking about or everything I said apparently just sounded racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know if the shining is high among the 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 black crowd as far as movies i don't know yeah i don't yeah, know makes you be correct it's not particularly known yeah. uh as an african-american film of note uh i, I mean say, i do have to a... say if you think about the shining right and catman's uh 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 carruthers right scatman's carruthers think about how unblack the things he does in that movie is okay no truly okay look so look he leaves a cold place to sit in there he's in a he's in an apartment like a nice like uh uh a hotel room with a with a picture of like a black woman with big titties okay big afro Yeah. yeah and then some white piece of shit garbage kid fucking mentally goes into his mind you're like i need help and he leaves that not to like go like down the street it's not like getting a pack of smokes for instance he has to get on a plane you know he has to get on a plane he has to get into colorado get a snow cat right. which i feel like he doesn't have a lot of snow cat knowledge well, call me crazy well, but i feel like he doesn't have that as a base thing but he's like well, i gotta go save this fucking white kid that i met for 10 minutes <laughs> well, look, to be unlikely. fair though migs might agree with the other thing i'm about to say which is there's also the possibility that there are some people in the black community who, who may not also necessarily like the film or love it because it does also play into the trope of what we call the magical yeah yeah i'm <laughs> that word i'll say it which it is <laughs> migs i question yeah. Um, you're here on the show today. I'd like to, you know, obviously I'd like to know what's going on with you. You've been to the movies 80 times. I feel like you're a film guru. <laughs> Not sure. Can I have your, what is your, because we, I feel like I need to ask the uh, African American Puerto Rican community <laughs> <laughs> that. Yes, uh, representing it all. What is. <laughs> What a it, lot of wheat, man. What would you say is the Mount Rushmore of the magical, uh, magical black man trope? What would you say? What would you put on that mount? Oh gosh, the top four. We'll we'll eliminate Song of the South. I feel that's insensitive, so we'll get rid of that one. But. Uh, Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. <laughs> number one. Hey, by the way, the movie we're doing tonight ha- also has a magical. Oh, yeah, oh gosh. What was he his does. name? Like, oh my Akeem. god, it does. Akeem. Akeem or something. Jesus. We'll get into Akeem soon enough. But uh, yeah. uh, what about do you put John Coffey perhaps on the on the list of uh, of magical black men tropes? He's pretty powerful in the Stephen King universe. He can suck uh, flies out of people's bodies. Well, Migs, Migs, are we under the impression that all of these magical people of color are all from Stephen King novels? They, a lot of them. I mean, a lot of them, yeah. I mean, you know, they, you know, it was, you know, times where, because even, even, like you said, some of the Hammer films got that. There's only the Mm -hmm. one. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of, I mean, you know, there wasn't a lot of, uh, 
there wasn't a lot of representation in early horror. It was only those one one or two and you knew it was gonna happen. Right. You got you got the you got that trope yeah. mixed in with the oh shit, you know he's gonna die. If you had I mean, <laughs> even even to a certain extent, I mean you could go almost uh through a lot of movies. Uh, the Yafet Koto from uh oh, from yeah, the Nightmare been, on yeah, Elm yeah. Street series. He's the one who's like, You just use your dreams. Like <laughs> <laughs> you control your dreams. Hey, hey, <laughs> at least he lived though. He did. He did. <laughs> Mix though, would you would you say that there's potentially, and this is obviously probably just an opinion question. Um, do you think though that like that trope started maybe even from a positive place, as far as like meant to uh, like be like, oh, these are great yeah, black it's characters. A, it's a very white thing to do. It's just like, hey, sorry about slavery. Guess what though? In our stories, yeah. you get magical powers. Right, yeah. um, hey, guess what? <laughs> we let, we let, we let one yeah. in. It's progress. This is blowing the ass. You gotta die first, and we're gonna call you the N-word the whole movie for no reason, but you're you're you are in there, my man. Um uh, I love the 70s. Uh, all right, just a quick <laughs> Yes, yes or no. Would we include the uh, the ladies' man or the undercover brother as part of this? No, because I think those are more those are kind of more spoofs on it and then plus those okay. characters are you know they're the main characters and it, they're making fun of those times just so. imagine if they had like uh the ladies man in the shining like how much more <laughs> like he's just like i gotta go up there they're the kid with a lady well, boys she i want to throw out my last pick even though i was not asked i just want to throw it out there my last pick would probably be Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. He is. I like how Robert Downey Jr., though, it's like for the most part, every time he brings it up, he's like, why isn't Robert Downey Jr. canceled? I was like, because he's a dude that's also playing a dude. <laughs> he's one removed of it. He's he's a character who's playing a character. It's it, And it is goddamn one of the... F- that the scene where the other is it isn't it Nick Cannon who's in that movie isn't that who he's no, no, opposite no. no that he he yeah, he always gets mistaken for that it's funny that's uh Brandon Brandon something he was in he's been in a few uh he's been in a few flicks I think he was I think he was on like one of those comedy shows like that or something he okay got to so, start there but but I love that yeah. the scene where he drops an end bomb he's like he slaps him he's like, for four hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. That movie's hilarious. I, I mean, I have it. I think it's funny. I don't know why people. Oh my gosh! You should, it's like, eh. I mean, if you're, if you're 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 looking at it like that, then just don't freaking. Yeah, watch it's it. not. It, it's not. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Thomas C. Howell and Soul Man. <laughs> Soul right? Man. It's oh clear. my god! <laughs> I mean, it's, like, it's making fun of that. Probably. Yeah. That, that's just terrible. Oof. My- <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that movie, man! Every time I see like, dude, the, I the, love that the, movie. the muddy makeup so with the little fro. <laughs> There's two movies from the '80s that I love so much yeah. between them, and they're very much in the same vein. One is one of the guys where oh, uh, just one of the guys, just one of That's the guys, and and and, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, fucking what is it? Soul Soul Man. Yeah, Those Soul two man. are they the exact? They're really the exact same movie of just white people trying to be something they're not and I love them both so goddamn much yeah but just one um, of the guys isn't it's, it's bad like soul man. She, I mean it's she pretty bad like, she wasn't, be, she wasn't bad. being Rachel Dozel in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Soul Man was just straight up like, oh my gosh. This is just I like the scene where he just first comes out like that. You're just watching this shit. Like, what is this? It's funny because like I've seen that movie as a kid. And you're not really you're just I'm thinking this is just some dumb movie. Like this is stupid. And you're not really understanding what's really going on. And then you watch it when you're older, you're like, holy shit. Like y'all are wild for this. There's lots there's tons of eighty eighties movies that are like they're just fucking wild oh, for the sake yeah. of being oh, wild. Oh yeah, though. they do some stuff. Yeah, I like seventies and eighties. Like I watch some old school stuff, and it's just like, holy shit, you guys just threw the old racism or sexism just for no reason. Yeah, we're, just, we're sitting on the couch eating, and then some just weird shit happens. Like, yes, yeah, in the seventies, you could just you could just watch a movie like Death Witch, which is where he just goes out and kills Puerto Ricans oh, and black people gosh, for an bro. hour, yeah. and it's a blockbuster. Right. Oh yeah. And I just bought two, three, and four because I found it at Big Lots. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, that's hilarious <laughs> but hey we're here and uh we're happy to have you migs I, I wanted to hop into tonight's movie though because yeah. uh you picked a, a hell of a film for this week twins of evil which yeah. uh 1971 it's a hammer film and for those of you who aren't familiar with hammer films hammer films was uh if you look at classic horror movies in the gothic style in the in the 1930s and 40s it was universal they came out with uh with the frankensteins and draculas the mummies the creature of the black lagoon these are all our our golden age of 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 horror movies really when they first first started and of course there's things that predate this like nosferatu and other things like that but what we would really consider this is like the first like ooh, this is scary movies as movies are being born but that kind of phase (laughs) 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 jeremy's back baby all right so uh but as uh as we dawned the uh the late 50s and early 60s uh those movies kind of died out um universal uh kind of stopped making those type of films and um all of a sudden hammer films pops up and they literally make a f- take Christopher Lee and make and Peter Cushing and make 50 fucking Dracula <laughs> movies each one more ridiculous than the next <laughs> <laughs> and we but people would buy it and it also uh it also did something for horror that was very important that showed that hey you don't need a giant fucking universal budget and great sets and everything like horror movies are made to be low budget work with what you have and make these great uh these great films that people will gobble up and go see and hammer was very very integral in the late 50s and 60s and keeping that alive um they actually have gone as far as uh because people ask does hammer films still exist and in fact they do they've been producing films up into the uh 2018 i think they did a movie called uh, what was they had a pretty good one um hammer films 2010 i had this up here yeah like the oh do you mean when he told that girl he wanted to eat her (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> yes um but they're they're still making horror movies they're not as big as as they were but this one uh, that you picked this week Migs, uh 1971's twins of evil directed by john howe which uh he's let's look at john howe's uh directing uh history here i'm um, just gonna scroll down here um 
uh, he made a he directed this movie called The Legend of Hell House in 1973. Um, also, uh, did you know he worked on The Avengers? Oh yeah, which one? Uh, the one that was the TV show from the 1960s. Um, oh, okay. 17 episodes directed that, and uh, in 1986 he also directed Biggles Adventures in Time. Jeremy, tell us about Biggles. <laughs> Never, never heard of Bagels. No. Okay. Is that a kid show? Here, I'm going to pull it up for Migs real quick here. Let's take a look at Bagels Adventures in Time. Whoa. Oh, look at this. Kind well, of Indiana jones It is, let's see, stars right here. We have a 5.6 out of 10. Okay. Uh, uh, daring British World War One fighter pilot, James Biggles, Bigglesworth. So his nickname is Biggles, but he's also his last name is Bigglesworth. And 1980s low-level business executive Jim Ferguson discovered that they can time travel to each other's era, and they try to stop the Germans from changing the outcome of World we, War One. Can we can we talk about the most important part of uh, the adventures, the Avengers, yeah. and also from uh, Battlestar Galactica? Somebody, the, the Toltecs. There we go. A so. classic Jeremy drop right there. The Toltecs. <laughs> so, uh, but this, back to this movie, uh, we have uh, this very gothic piece with uh, uh, Peter Cushing, who is just, I mean, this is this is pre-Star Wars at this point in 19, what is it, 71, 71 right? Yeah. So it's pre-Star Wars at this point. Um, but he is already looking rough as hell. <laughs> he's he's playing uh, essentially a pilgrim who's just out fucking burning witches for showing titties. That's that's his job. His job at the time is he's just like I show I find women with cleavage and they're fucking witches and they get burned. It's what I do. The only, the only thing about this movie is why why is not. Uh... Rob Zombie have like a dragster during during this movie. Dead so the ditches burn, through the witches burn. But uh, yes, here the in the 19th century Middle Europe, uh, orphaned teenage twins uh, Maria and Frida go to live with their uncle Gustav Vail, uh, who's played by Peter Cushing, who leads the Brotherhood. I like it's important to mention the Brotherhood because he's not just a guy dressed in a pilgrim suit that goes and burns witches. He also does it with the boys. Yeah. And like every time he comes home, he's just like, I have to go I to a council meeting. I gotta go see the boys. I gotta go hang out with my boys. We're dressed up as Guy uh, Fox from fucking V for well, Vendetta, and we gotta burn some bitches today. Well, I do love that, like, he comes home to discover that they've arrived, and then within 10 minutes is like, I've got to leave again, and it's not for homosexual reasons. Yeah, it's it's uh, not to have sex with my brotherhood. We're brothers. Well, that would be disgusting. <laughs> well, there's that, but then I love that it's like, you need to dress down. You're dressed too fancy. If you dress more disgusting, your uncle won't want to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I mean so, he, was, he was stuck, man. There was two of them. He's like, "Holy shit, what am I gonna do here?" So, <laughs> I must unhand my penis, God, stop it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Hey, look, his 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 wife wasn't bad either, man. A little older chick, she could have. She was uh, decent. I mean, I was like, dude, like, what's wrong with you, man? I don't know. Maybe they, maybe I, I thought that 
I was like, they probably don't have sex. <laughs> oh no, I don't think I'm Peter married, and it's still a sin. <laughs> I think I think Peter Cushing, the way he fucks, as he puts it in, he's like, and we're done, and like, like he's very <laughs> like he cheers me. Hear me out, though. Ooh, I maybe, have made a bust. <laughs> hear me, though. Maybe he's only burning women he's had extramarital affairs with, and this is how you get rid of the evidence. Oh no. <laughs> I, all the women you're fucking. I, don't know. I don't believe in abortions, but I do believe in witches. <laughs> I, I call that a. I, call, I can't even do it. I, I call that a stuffed bird breast oh, <laughs> when she's still pregnant with the baby. She's got a baby no. inside that's wrapped around some more meat, and then, yeah, it's just it's a it's oh, a no. turducken of pregnancy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I just found out what that was the other day. Hell yeah! Well, you've never watched John Madden on uh, on well, Game yeah, Day? I, yeah, I found. Yeah, I never, oh, I never God. seen that before on that because I just, I normally don't watch the shows like like I, like I, that. But they had one on it. That's hilarious. I want to believe that John Madden his whole life only ate turducken. <laughs> like he would go places. He'd go to like an Arby's. He's like, I'm going to need the turducken if you don't mind. <laughs> like, sir, we don't Isn't even serve that. I need all meat stacked within one another. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if instead of, like, double homicide, we said things like, sir, you, you, you killed your pregnant wife. You're being charged with... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so, so Gustav, uh, play, played by the great Peter Cushing uh, of the of our favorite movie Shockwaves, um, is a vigilante group that that's, that exists to stamp out vampirism. Uh, but their methods are very random and misplaced. They're not really good at it. They were like, "This bitch is walking right. after midnight. <laughs> Fucking burn her!" Right. The one guy. I was like, oh, you know what? She's single. She's got a house. How does she get that witchcraft? How dare you? Doesn't she? She makes fifteen cents less on the dollar. There's no way she could afford that house. She doesn't the other have a man I like beautiful. Die. The other thing I like is they say about her. Uh, she this one in particular. They she refuses to take a husband, but then they go. She has many husbands. <laughs> So they can't make up their mind, but I also the idea of having more than one husband sounds like Ugh. a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So uh this movie you at first it starts off you see Peter Cushing, he goes and burns a witch at the stake and he's like another job well done, right? They cheered for that at yeah. the uh, at the theater. Yeah, they're like fuck yeah, <laughs> woo! Fuck that. Um we then we then get to see the uh the twins come into play. Uh, who are played by Madeline uh, Collison as Frida and um, uh, Mary Colliston as Maria. And I got to be honest with you, they're supposed to be identical twins. They clearly look different. Like they, they clearly, there's enough difference. Migs, don't look, don't give me that racist look. No, okay. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> they're they're i mean they look similar but it's like what they look a little bit different to me they don't look i like spot on identical well, I, yeah i think you could you could tell them when they're like next to each other yeah. um so uh they come into town uh they they, they immediately when they walk in their aunt's like you need to change because <laughs> you're showing just you're showing two inches of titty right yeah. now 
unacceptable. Not like it. You're also not wearing. They're like you're wearing a color that isn't black. Whoa! <laughs> they're like we didn't even pack pack our black dresses. <laughs> you're pretty. Say your parents are not even cold in their grave. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're, oh, they're like so. They're like unless your parents are dead, you can't dress like a slut. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's actually factually true, which to me is bananas. But when someone died during that time period, you were expected to wear your mourning garments for a full year. Jeez. Like you were expected to wear those colors in that outfit for an entire year. Well, after so your morning. Oh, I'm sorry. You said mourning garments. I was like, uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to wear PJs every day. I'm not going to lie. My dumb ass really did think that. I'm like, mourning garments. That sounds great. I can't wait till my dad dies again. Uh, <laughs> hey, Eric, you know what the uh, difference is? There's a little you in it. <laughs> I want to show up. I want to oh, show no. up to work tomorrow. <laughs> I want to I show up to work tomorrow i'm like sorry these are my morning garments <laughs> no you're wearing your pajamas and they're like no i'm crying still I'm, no I'm you're like inside. you're like jeremy isn't doing well <laughs> these are my good sweatpants with no holes in them yeah oh, these no. have these have 30 percent less cum in them <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say no cum i said less cum <laughs> I- <laughs> Hey, but they're so solid up front, you can't harm me if you try to kick me in the balls. It's like a plate. Oh, gosh. It's like it's like kicking a fucking pack of saltine crackers. Uh, I don't like this. So, all right. So, uh back yeah. to uh back to Gustav Peter Cushing. He goes back out. He's just like, "I found this. I found another slur on the on the outskirts of town." And they go there, and she's just a lady who be fucking, but she this particular time, she's fucking the count. And uh, the count is played by uh, Damien Thomas, and I, I don't know how else to explain this, but Damien Thomas could be like the grandfather of of Jimmy Fallon. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like he's either Jimmy Fallon's father. <laughs> Like and he That's has hilarious. the same kind of like wet blanket feel of a Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. Uh, I can't describe it, but basically he's just like he's just like, well, you're here to burn her. Doesn't matter. I'm getting pussy and I'm the count. He like he basically that's what he lays down. He's just like, I'm the count. I'm allowed to have get pussy and you can fucking leave right now. now. Get out now. And get out. You can even take her with you. <laughs> yeah, yes, pretty much. That's what he does. He was just like, because he was just like, you're only protected by the government and he. He was just like, of course I am. <laughs> like, he's just literally, he does everything but like twist the ends of his mustache when he like shits on Peter Cushing. Like, <laughs> so uh, he's forced to leave and uh, things, things go back and forth. You find that there's a, a, a guy who actually likes uh, Maria, who's the nice one of the twins. And he's like, oh, you can totally tell the difference. Maria. No, he likes Frida. Oh, he likes Frida. Frida. She was the spicy one. She's the spicy one. I could never, I could never get it to the depths of her slightly retarded face. <laughs> this, uh, guy. <laughs> um, this guy. So she, I mean, I, I haven't mentioned this, but both of them have like a touch of downs. <laughs> Just yeah. like a little bit. All right, look, we, okay, so we got to talk. We got to talk about this. Let's let's rewind and we'll get to this point right here. Right, it's freaking right. hilarious. Okay, so the first time I seen this movie was a couple months ago at the at the horathon I went to with uh, with Brandon, 
we both thought we were like, yeah, they're pretty, pretty nice looking. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. so I'm talking to Erica about it. And he's like, dude, what? They both got downs. <laughs> and so I'm, you know, I'm talking to him through like Instagram Messenger, and I spit all over my phone when he said that shit. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, what? It's, it's not full downs, but there's just a, just enough. I don't like see a, it. Like, there's just a, it's the forehead feature. Mix. Ashley, do you, do you see this? I don't, I don't see. It. Let me pull this up. I'll share screen. I will. Yeah. If Eric can pull up a picture, I'll make a strong decision. So like, here's the thing. I am shocked because normally it would be Eric's taste in who he thinks is hot that I would be like, oh, no, they look slightly tarted. (laughs) Um, So honestly, the fact that it's not him making this choice shocks me. Um, Having having said that. Um, you know, nothing wrong with a little with a little poke. You I, know, I just like, want like, to. I just want to show you. If you're just a saying little they got big heads. Here. Okay, sure. Well, that right there, you don't just look. Just <laughs> I'm not saying it's full, but it's like it's a smidge. Do you see this? All right, look, look. No, look. If you it's see that hairline, if you see this, heads. all right, this is a forehead. All right, yeah, look. They got big usually. Usually a forehead, you get three of them for a face. This is what they're two forehead links. Okay, it's just it's head and then eyes just mouth. No, I don't know, Eric. Like I said, she might they might have horrible hair and like a bad hairline. But no, I am not they seeing like, like they're not giving me like an I am Sam, my sister's keeper vibe. <laughs> this is the best way to describe it. Okay. For our listeners. Okay. Hear me out. Close your eyes. Imagine <laughs> Natalie Portman. Okay. Imagine Natalie Portman. If she had kids with her dad. Okay. That's <laughs> um, Eric. This feels strangely anti-Semitic. I would pick a different actor. <laughs> Is Natalie Portman Jewish? I didn't even know. No. Yeah, pretty yeah, she is. That's not even a real name. Oh, well, it's it's. Oh wow, I didn't. Okay, you didn't know that? Yeah, I didn't know no, she no, was. No, I, Natalie first Portman. Uh, listeners, Eric just made a hate crime. Uh, Eric just made a hate crime. I just want and to say that Natalie Portman would mate with her father and have Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it's crazy because you know Jewish yeah. Jewish people really don't keep it in family. That's nuts. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I don't see it with the twins. <laughs> I don't see it. Okay, they're a little, they're a smidge tarred. Okay, smidge. Not a lot. Not a lot. Just, just like a, like a touch. I'm just saying, like, like cinnamon in a coffee. Okay. I just love that the man who looks like a bag of mashed potatoes is like these beautiful women look like they are tarred. I, I mean, listen, I'm more beautiful than they are now. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't tarted. I've always embraced my tard. <laughs> you know that. Oh my god. People are just, you know, they you're you're trying to push it off. I'm like, you just embrace what you are. I'm a, I I've I've got a whole fucking four or five tablespoons so of it. They were the first retarded Playboy twins. Sports <laughs> 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 Illustrated. They didn't list that credit. <laughs> so as we go as we go about, right? Um the count eventually has a little soiree at his house, okay? He has a little bit of a, a little bit of Aleister Crowley type demonic <laughs> thing going on. There's a table, and uh, it took me like two watches to get this, but underneath the table, there's also a coffin. Yeah. Didn't know this, right? <laughs> it took me took me a second time around. She's. They have uh, the uh, this girl tied up on this stone thing, and they're doing this ridiculous ritual. And then Jimmy Fallon's grandfather stands up. He's like, "This 
is ridiculous. <laughs> you are charlatans. The devil would never accept something like this. <laughs> like he gets pissed. Right, he's he's like, made. you're not evil enough, <laughs> right? This is how you do it. <laughs> I'll show you. And he sends him out and he ends up stabbing this girl, right? Yeah. Through the chest. And then the blood drips down. And then it awakens uh, not only his ancestor, right? I think it's yeah. his ancestor who's also a vampire. They then uh, cop- copulate. They have some sex after this, right? If I'm remembering this right. They start going at it. And this sex scene, I've, I swear, I, I've la- this is the hardest part <laughs> I laughed in this whole movie. Well, there's a couple of hard times, so I laughed really hard. There's this one scene where she goes up and like he's on top of her. He's like, oh, this is so hot. I'm fucking my great aunt who was dead a minute ago. And then she reaches up to grab this candlestick. And I'm like, ooh, she's going to grab this candlestick. I'm thinking, I'm like, this motherfucker's about to get fucked up with this candlestick. And you know what she does? Mm-hmm. She fucking starts jerking. (laughs) She starts jerking it off, and I'm like, okay, maybe she's just getting the candlestick ready for murder. I understand that. You know, you know what happens. Nope, it nope. just keeps happening. Just keeps she just yeah. jerks off a fucking yeah, a candlestick candle. yeah. for a solid, like, I feel like 30 seconds. Yeah. And it was... It was a few oh, strokes. It was 29 seconds too long. <laughs> um, boys, is this the invention of the Yankee candle? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ashley. They, Ashley. Look, they, 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 they love that at the horror thing that was getting cheers and I'm just sitting there cracking up like what the hell so okay so the story behind that is this movie's part of a trilogy mm-hmm. and it's called the Karn, the Karnstein trilogy so it's about that family like oh. they're a family of vampires and all that so that's supposed okay. to be it's it's based on a book called Carmilla oh okay so the 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 aunt whoever she is her mm-hmm. names they did like a um what do you call that when you like rearrange the the words and make a different Thing uh, an anagram. Yeah, anagram. There so there's a, yeah, it's an anagram of her okay. name. I can't remember what it's like. Michaela or some something like that. Mm-hmm. So she came back as his. She reincarnates herself as the dead wife. So that's why they're supposed to be oh, doing their thing. But it's still okay. weird because yeah, it's just like yeah, that's, that's your that's like your Yikes. great auntie there coming on back. But Dude, uh, you're right. making goofs in your family either way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, but look, that is that is the strangest way to become a vampire I have ever seen. Oh, it is. What? I was like, oh, didn't want to go the traditional route, huh? But yeah, hey, look, I that guess- would be a weird way to like come in and be like, I'm a vampire. He's like, what? What do I have to do to gain your power? He's like, I'm gonna need you to reanimate your dead aunt and have sex with her. <laughs> I feel like there'd be less vampires yeah. in this world. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Depends how hot your aunt is. Um, this is the part where if Jeremy was feeling his best, I would expect Jeremy to have made us a song. Called Vampire AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> Vampire AIDS. <laughs> so uh, he ends up stabbing her. Now he is, uh, whatever, this lady gets stabbed, has sex with that. He also gets turned. Now he's a vampire. 
you also during this you have his uh his black servant uh who is just always uh who's played by uh that's uh Joe Kim uh played by Roy Stewart who's just always like he's always <laughs> hiding behind a tree watching people he's just like I see that shit um <laughs> and this guy is the most loyal fucking servant you've ever seen and we'll get into why later on but this guy fucking he is down for the late show with Jimmy Kimball. I'll tell you right <laughs> that. He he will do anything out of his way to save his sweet Count Karnstein's life. Things pop off and eventually uh the Count gets a, a gets an eye for one of the twins, the more uh the more illustrious one, Maria, who's uh, Frida. Frida, who's a who's a bit more uh, outgoing and he's like I fuck I fucks with Frida. She's coming <laughs> to that. The twins have a little back and forth one night. We also kind of learn that they're psychically linked at this right. point. That like, "Oh, I know what's going on with Frida and Maria and uh, there's a little <laughs> yeah. psychic link between them." She, uh, against Maria's uh, pleas, goes to the Count's castle one night. And, of course, during this uh, this encounter, um, she ends up getting turned, right? She gets turned, and, of course, Maria feels all of this back home. She's like, fuck, this is <laughs> fucked. This is fucked up. I, there's something wrong with my sister. Um Meanwhile, Peter Cushing is just trying to decide if girls are allowed to show titties, right? Like <laughs> the brotherhood, there's brotherhood meetings that are constantly happening and they're always just going, what about women? They're like, like I love, I loved watching the extras of the brotherhood that are just like, they say something they're like, yo, that shit's fire, son. Like, it's so good. Yeah. They were, they were very, they were very animated. They were, they were a good hype crew. Dude, they are constantly. <laughs> I think we should do should we kill him fuck yeah and like honestly the brotherhood when they're watching peter cushing talk is like uh is like the crowd in um fucking woodstock 99 watching limp biscuit they are on every word this motherfucker say they're like fuck yeah that shit is fire bitches do be doing that like they they are just loving it right oh my god so as this goes on, <laughs> as this goes on now, now uh, Frida is a is a vampire herself, and uh, as I recall, she gets fucking caught uh, trying to kill one of the Brotherhood. Eventually, right? She's uh, she gets oh, there, yeah, yeah. and was, then yeah. Peter Cushing rolls up, and he's just like, "You dumb bitch! You didn't think I wouldn't suspect my own fucking niece? I've been trying to kill you since you <laughs> since entered you here." here right? <laughs> he's just like, "Only my wife told me I had to love you." <laughs> Now you've done this. This is fucking good. I got they, you now. They immediately go to trial and he's just like, he has a little bit of a heart and he's just like, dude, wait till tomorrow. Maybe we should wait till tomorrow. He's just like, man, fuck that shit. Yo, <laughs> now go. play, play faith. Now we want to, this is Woodstock 99. We're burning bitches tonight. Right now. While this is all happening, all this is, this happening. Oh, uh, no. The count realizes he's like oh there's a fucking twin i'm gonna just go fucking swap this bitch right. in and put her in the jail cell and swap yeah. him out but the fucking suitor is onto it he was just like i think something's amiss and so he 
goes after, <laughs> after they've been swapped or whatever. He goes, oh, you're not right because you're too much of a nice person and I don't want to have sex with you. <laughs> and so he's like, quickly, I must hurry to save Frida. Uh, Maria, right? So what Eric doesn't know is how often that happens to me because guys are like, you know what? You were really nice to me yesterday, but I don't know. You're a real bitch today. I think I'm going to I'm going to pass. <laughs> so uh, old the 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 local the local guy runs down to where the burning's about to happen, where Peter Cushing is pretended to be heartbroken at this point. <laughs> and I swear this this part also got me good. They're about to burn uh, um, Maria, the, the, the wrong one. He rolls up on a horse, okay? He rolls up on a horse. He's carrying a torch. Everything's ready to be lit up. The guy has, Peter Cushing has a torch. He's about to light it. The guy on the horse who is only like 15 foot away, decides to throw the torch that he's holding <laughs> to knock the torch out of his hand in the most dangerous, irresponsible thing you could have ever done. Like, one, you fuck, you could have just driven up and like, hey, just don't burn one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. Okay? Um, instead, he makes this daring throw. It knocks it out of her hand. And he goes, listen, this is actually Maria. Did you guys even try your crosses on her? And they're like, oh shit, oh, shit. we had them all tucked away this whole time. <laughs> like, Why didn't we think of that? Hey, good idea. All right. And, then you're, and as soon as they show it to you, are like, I love Jesus. <laughs> Which just fucking made Put me thine like, cross on me and see that we are not cursed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She's like, ah! He's like, oh shit. So it brings us to our, our climax of the film where a couple of things happened that uh, really made me laugh, right? So we have evil Frida with the count up there and uh, they're coming in and, and, and Joachim who, (laughs) my God, Joachim um, earlier in the movie, just to tell you how, how fucking hard uh, Joachim goes. um, The count is like, Peter Cushing at one time was about to shoot the count. And he was just like, joke him. He goes, joke him. And he stands in front. No fear. He was just like, yeah, I get shot for this motherfucker. <laughs> like he's just that down. Joke him sees people coming. And a part that I laughed so hard at is when he comes in to like, start miming what's happening. Cause he doesn't talk. <laughs> he's just like, and, and it's, the, it's the and worst. Swords. He's like, they have spears and swords. He's like, let them come. He's like, well, there's a lot of them. <laughs> and it's just the worst game. They, of... they play charades together very well. <laughs> yeah. Charades. Is so bad. He's... Spears, swords, knives, crosses. There's 50 of them. You go stand outside. <laughs> yes. And then Joe was like, I gotta go fucking stand outside. He goes out and he just comes out with knives. He's like, it's time to fight 50 people. <laughs> like Dude, when he burns that dude's face, Dude, hilarious. He goes, he goes hilarious. So I mean, like, he didn't even like really burn the face and the dude had like the straight Neo eye from the Matrix. Right? <laughs> it's like, holy shit, dude. And the other one, he just right across the head with the big old sword. I was like, damn. Hell okay. yeah. Hell yeah. And he got speared for it. <laughs> he did get speared for it. Um, now I I think that the at this point the count and uh and Frida are running around wild and that uh Frida goes to run out the back door of the castle and then Peter Cush is like not so fast bitch and just cuts her whole head off like yeah 
ah! And it gets rolling down. The cat's like, uh oh, never mind. He just closes the door real quick. She's like, fuck that. I'm not going out there. Um, and then um, I'm trying to remember how this fucking thing ends, though, because it was like two weeks ago I prepped for this movie. What's the oh, no, big so, finale? So, yeah, of this so I watched it this morning just to be. Just to have it fresh. Just to be fresh. Yeah. So, all right. So they finally, uh, they're finally at the, they're at the castle. So they track down the, they track down the count. And then, um, so he's up at the top on the balcony and like most of the crowd is down there, but he's, he's got, uh, he's got Maria. So he's like, if any of y'all come up here, I'm going to throw her. And so they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? But the uncle comes in. So he's like, all right, I got a, he's got, he's got an ax. So the count's like, all right, you got, you got one shot. He's like, you got to cut my head off or you're going to die too. So he misses and then he takes the axe and whoosh, right in the back. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. throws yeah. him off the balcony. So that's the end of the uncle. But then the the the, the one dude, the what's his name? The good guy. Yeah, takes yeah. The, yeah. He got that, he's got that arm, man. He, he, already, do, threw, look, he already threw the he, he already <laughs> he showed already threw what, the torch. Have you seen what I could do with a torch? You're giving me something metal that that could that still wasn't designed to be thrown. All right. And then bam, got him. Staked yeah. him from dude. He got the, the straight Tom yeah, Brady yeah, yeah. just <laughs> fucking bone tomahawks this guy right in the solar plexus like, and ends the count's reign of terror. Yeah. Um, which which I guess brings us to an end of yeah. the uh, of the twins of evil. I'll start with you, Meg, since this was your pick and you're our guest this week. Tell us about your final thoughts on the twins of evil. Oh, I, I liked it. I'm a big I'm a big Hammer film guy. I've got mm-hmm. a few movies in their collection uh, or from their collection, so I liked this. It was it was fun time. Um, like I said, it was the first time seeing it at the Horathon. This was one of the more exciting movies. The crowd were kind of they were cheering at some of the dumb stuff in the movie. The the decapitation of the the uh, Frida got got a lot of cheers. Oh, the yeah. the boobs got a lot of cheers. There's even a scene in there. You see a little bit of the. Yeah, a little bit of the patch down there. Yeah, you got to see a little bush. Yeah, you don't even have to pause the movie. You just see it. It's like, yeah. oh, I mean, look, if if, if you know oh, about Hammer lie. films. I'm not going to lie. I pointed out, uh, it was funny, I was uh, watching it. I was just like, you know you know that uh, the meme with Leonardo DiCaprio goes, uh, blah, blah, like that? Every time the bush comes up on anything, I'm like, hey, it's, it's a fucking, that's fucking, that's girl pubes. I this see guy. it. I see it right there. I mean, but if you know Hammer films, you know you're going to get boobs at least. But yeah. it, like I said, it was, it was fun. It was a good time. I, you know, I, I, I bought the film i got it in my collection now so i'm gonna get i'm gonna get the other two i want to see those i'm, I'm, not I'm interested on, i need to i need to step my hammer film collection up i don't have a ton of hammer films they got some good they got some good box sets there okay. i mean you know they because you know the like you said the big the bulk of their thing is the dracula stuff with you know uh, lee and cushing and all that but they have some other fun monster movies i mean they've done some frankensteins they did uh they did the gorgon which is like uh, kind of like Medusa. Um, okay. And they've done, I mean, some of their, you know, some of their kind of non horror, but thriller stuff was pretty good. I mean, some of them are kind of, kind of, eh, but I mean, they're not, they're not overly long either. So I think most of them kind of you know, like around that one, one hour and 20 minute kind of range. So I hear they're not going to kill you with it, but yeah, they're, they're, they're a good time. I like them. Ashley, your final thoughts on twins of evil. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is I, I mean, I like the film, uh, but I actually call my ovaries the twins of evil. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which one's Frida? Um, (laughs) you cut her off? (laughs) Hey, spoiler alert, Eric, they both produce Down syndrome children. (laughs) 
no. Uh, and Jeremy, my 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 brother, recovering. Give me give me your give me a whole sentence about this movie. Um, it's got uh, t- twins in, and they're they're evil. And it's also with a, a vampire. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah, brother. Um, Ash. And also, uh, also, it's my favorite um, um, MC Hammer film. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> MC yeah. Asher, shout outs. Um, Migs. Yeah, Asher, yeah. Migs, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Movies with Migs. That's my main page there. On uh, Instagram also, but I mostly just post bs there and some other stuff but i do reviews on there also um what's your what's else. your hottest review right now what's a must-see movie for migs um let's see must see uh well if you're a marvel fan go see the black panther if you're a horror fan there's a there's a few things out uh smile still out that was pretty decent the menu's not really horror it's kind of more thriller mm. but it's got that aspect i really like that one that was interesting ashley really she gave me a, a glowing review of uh yeah. of the menu she really loved it yeah, it was, yeah I, I liked yeah. it I, I i got to see it at an early screen i'm gonna go see it one more time so that was that was interesting it kind of felt like a somebody said it was like a, a long episode of tales from the crypt and i was like damn that's a that's a pretty good okay. uh, that's a pretty okay. good synopsis of that but yeah uh freaking uh what's his name uh raf fines in that yeah, 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 man, I do. Yeah, killer in it. I liked it. Okay, it's, cool, it's a good cool. Time. Good time. Um, uh, Ashley, where can people find you at? And tell us about the menu. Oh well, I don't want to talk too much about the menu because I want people to go see it. Uh, so I don't like spoiling anything. Uh, but I definitely think it's worth worth seeing right now. Uh, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs, and you can find me at Slash and Gash DMV on Instagram. The next real show that I have isn't until um, December 10th. That'll be uh, the second Saturday shit show at the Auto Bar. Ooh, second Saturday shit show. Always check that out. Hosted by the great Mike Quinlan, who I just did a show with uh, in Waynesboro uh, in your neck of the woods. Ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find all things Eric Comedy at ericcomedy.com. It's Eric with a K, comedy with a C. Uh, I got some new shows that I'm filling in for December with murder mysteries and all that. Jeremy, my stroke riddle brother, take us out. Uh, my favorite uh, movie with um, uh, uh, nursing with uh, barbarians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 